this is true buzz That Mary Jane, now we ain't new to this For my stoners and for my cannabis enthusiasts Never heard a show as good as this Yeah, number one, it's the best Bringing in many special guests In the industry of cannabis Business owners to growers Even artists you know of So sit back and just roll up The perfect show for my smokers True buds Welcome to the True Buds TV show, where I chill with cannabis industry guests from business owners, growers, entrepreneurs, artists. I'm Jack Woltering, and I'm here with a special guest today. You've probably seen on my YouTube channel, True Buds TV. He's been growing for a long time, very skilled, the most knowledgeable person I know when it comes to growing cannabis, Mr. Chris Hewlett. How you doing, guys? Good to be here. First uh, podcast here with the True Buds. Pretty excited today. Same here. Up in this nice studio. Thanks to Mike here running it today. Hell so, yeah. So Chris, what's good, man? We just were smoking actually on a little hash bowl, not that much longer. That bubble hash that Chris made. Yeah, was pretty, uh, pretty not bad. Pretty good result. Uh, just uh, getting to like the final stage of the outdoor season here. Hitting the home stretch, uh, just uh, trying to do like all the preventative maintenance to make sure we can not lose too much of the crop this year. Uh, with the climate change and stuff, the humidity has been higher than ever the last couple of years. So I've been struggling at my own personal spot. You know, I've definitely lost some of my crop. So I'm just at my other RIP, spots, man. trying to. You know, it's good that you got those other spots though too to see. Yeah how it's going to play out there. Now, yeah. like what would you say, because I want to try to help people who are trying to grow themselves, somebody like myself who doesn't have much space, and we've talked about this on previous videos before. Yeah. Um, what, what might you say for the beginning grower trying to do maybe one or two plants in their house, whether in front of a window or with lighting? What do you think? Uh, I would think doing it outside to your best bet if okay. you can. You know, some places the weather is going to be like too cold or hot, but you could just do like a small closet set up with one light or get a little tent or something like that. But I feel like if you're just going to do one or two plants and it's limited outdoors the way to go, you're going to get the most bang for your buck that way and you're going to get the most amount of bud. But it's definitely going to take a little bit of well, uh, love and care for sure. For sure. And I guess I kind of asked you that a little selfishly because I don't have a spot outside. Yeah. And <laughs> so you've seen my place. You're just in it. Like, and you saw that window I had. What would you recommend if somebody who, you know, like me, who doesn't have an outdoor spot, but wants to get a little something growing, wants to start dabbling and they can get you know you what? could try it i've never tried it i've tried it in a window unsuccessfully okay. before you know but if you have enough light it might work but you're gonna need more like ventilation and co2 since you're inside to get like a good yield but as long as you have like six to eight hours of direct sunlight you're gonna get something growing there i don't know how good the bud's gonna be in the end but it can't hurt to try. All right, you know? experiment. You can have six <laughs> plants now, so, you know. <laughs> hey, well, can't hurt to I'm try. I'm inspired. For sure. I've been talking about it for some months. I just need to step up and do it. Well, I'll give you a couple plants. I'm about to start up, uh, like, a little winter batch of smaller plants. So once they're, you know, started off, I'll set you up, dude, with some of the sherbet cookies I'm going to start. It's like a new strain. I just got some seeds of that. Super fucking frosty, piney. 
Uh, can't wait to test it out, man. Nice, man. You always up on the most like current strains. You always know what's going on. Um, what was it last time on the cannabis cannabis enthusiast episode? Um, you were talking about the Mac. The Mac. Yeah. You, you remember the Mac, and then you were talking about the white runts. Yeah. And now you're saying this uh, the Burners brand, the Cookies, has really been heating up. Yeah, that's been pretty popular, uh, especially like up in the Bay Area and stuff like that. But it's starting to come down here too. But it's just uh, all these new flavors. They're fucking strong. They're super frosty. Like, it's hard to beat the, the bag appeal of how they look, you know? It's all purple and smells amazing. For me, sometimes it's impossible to beat that just, like, dark granddaddy perp. You know, just that perp. Like, I've only had one that was, like, truly fully throughout. I cracked it open. It was, like, still straight up purple. I'm like, damn. Yeah, it's killer, dude. And I remember it. Like yesterday. Yeah, if you remember it for, <laughs> for this long, it must have been good. You know, some of those, some of them just like stick in your head for a long time, kind of. Yeah, and um, I, we, I remember on an enthusiast episode, once again, to bring it up, it's on a YouTube channel. But uh, we were talking about, you know, like your history. And then we started talking about the chronic and when that came out, what a big deal it was. And that was pretty funny. But what I thought was interesting too, was how you were talking about the kind of stuff you're genetically making yourself in terms of strains. And then we had to talk about like strains in general, which is really cool. So um, yeah, how, how are those coming out right now? Uh, pretty good. There's like a lot of variation. I made my first batch of seeds. It was like sunset sherbet and grapesy kittles. And I crossed them with like an unknown male that I had. So that was like the first batch I made. So I took all those and I back crossed them with another male and I crossed all the different phenotypes I had. There was like six or eight different kinds and now we're growing them all out this year. Definitely had a lot of males, uh, but there's uh, definitely some good ones like super frosty. Uh, just crazy looking stuff. There's uh, some super sativa, sativa smelling stuff. It's got that kind of like jack smell. Bro, I, sorry to butt in there, yeah, Yeah. I've just been going, I went to like two dispensaries lately. I was mm-hmm. like, yo, can I just get like an eighth of sativa? Like, we can't get it. I guess right now it's hard to get her. It could have been nice. Went to some small just dispensaries like or some shit. Most people like, aren't asking for sativa. Everyone wants that cookies. Well, I that thought it was the opposite, shit. though. I thought people wanted sativas while they're out. Well, the indicas are like have like better yielders. They grow faster. You know, for the sativas, you got to let them flower for like 10, 11 weeks sometimes. So for like commercial growers, it just doesn't make sense to them to grow those. You know, and they're just not as dense. But there's definitely a demand with some people, but it's like the places where I go, it's like mostly all indica now. But definitely I've got a lot of sativas and hybrids. Most of the indica stuff is finishing up in the next couple of weeks, but some of those sativas just want to keep getting longer. I've got one that's like nine and a half feet tall. Damn, you know, are you I, for real? That's like, yeah, it's freaking it's up huge, like a, dude. I tried to like keep it lower. I'm like, oh, they're going to go over the fence and <laughs> piss off the neighbors, but... At one point, I'm like, ah, fuck it. They haven't said anything yet, Uh-oh. you know? <laughs> when you said that, it <laughs> reminded it's, me it's, of the it's fucking... It's like uh, it's just hovering over my head. I can't even see the top. I need, like, a little ladder. So to when it comes time to crop it, you're just going to chop it and then get the head? Uh, I, I just cut down the whole plant, usually, unless there's a lot of, like, lower buds that need to develop longer. You can cut the top of your plant down and then let the second half go a little longer. But when you do that, it kind of like opens up the plant for disease and pests and stuff like that because you're going to have a giant hole in the top where you cut your plant. 
Makes so sense. I don't know. For me, I just cut down the whole plant usually and try and hang the whole plant by itself. Try out. And then it'll get like the best uh, flavor that way. Kind of if you cut it up into a bunch of pieces, you get a lot of chlorophyll like leaking out of the bud, and that can give you that fucked up smell. That's mm-hmm. like when you grow some bud and it smells good. When you get that hay smell in the end, oh, it's because yeah, like you like a... you fucked up in the drying process, and that's like you don't want that. Yeah, you yeah. Know? <laughs> fuck that. Yeah. But um, but you made me think of something when you were saying harvest, and we were talking earlier at my place about like, you know, certain pesticides or chemicals on plants, and you were dropping some names that I didn't know, um, in terms of like, what what's the crazy one we were talking about that will actually like that's there's some elite. thing called Eagle Twenty that's popular that's like commonly used that's like a pesticide. It's just really like harmful shit to like plants and animals and people you know so i stay away from shit like that it works good you know you're not going to have mites or bugs on your plants if you use it you know so it's commonly used because you know and if you're investing so much money you can't afford to lose your crop sometimes you know on like a really massive scale but I just am mostly growing, like, for, like, personal and, but like, pe- people you know? who would be using that would only be doing it straight for the dollars, right? They're not trying to make or their they own. Or just, they just don't care about, But like, you don't think they would be smoking on it? Oh, yeah. People smoke it, too. You, you think know? the grower putting that shit on his plants would still smoke it? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I've probably done it before. Yeah, we all, we've yeah. all probably yeah. smoked oh, it, yeah. you know? Like, <laughs> it's probably in my bloodstream for life. Yeah. And it, it's, <laughs> it's, it's it, like, lingers around for, like, a long time. I just try and stick to organic stuff. I'm trying to learn more about making my own pesticides and just using like natural plant oils to uh, to prevent bugs and disease to the plants. Dude, I, I love how knowledgeable you are. Like I was saying in the beginning, you're the most knowledgeable person I know when it comes to cannabis. And that's where I want to help everybody here right now and kind of talk about maybe how they could either break into the cannabis industry, whether they want to grow you know, and I can talk a little bit maybe about the like video side of it and what I do, but I'm just kind of curious of what you think right now in the legal markets, maybe say where they're big here at Colorado. Let's even, I don't know much about Canada. Maybe you do, but California for sure. Um, What's your thoughts of like, I don't know. Uh, I'm I'm trying to get into it myself. You know, like I did had my own operation for a while, but that definitely wasn't like fully legit you know so i just it was a uh, nice operation though. yeah it was a nice operation you know but we didn't have get all the proper like licensing down and everything so that wasn't like something i wanted to be a part of for very long you know because it's just too much risk yeah it's not but uh it. it's definitely like something people can get into there's different like apps and stuff now that you can find cannabis jobs in, but I'm still trying to break into the legal market myself. I feel like it's pretty tight knit, you know, like people hire the people they know, you know, because it's like a high risk business for like robbery and shit like that. So people tend to hire people they know and trust, but it's just, uh, and I know if if ever I was starting my own, you know, cannabis farm you'd be the first person i contact yeah. you know it's like <laughs> but like knowing your skill set and your knowledge on it and like we've done tons of videos together you've blown my mind many times yeah. like that only comes from practice and research and learning you know like, yeah it just comes from like reading and just you know actually doing it and learning from your mistakes trying to take notes 
you know, of how like certain strains perform and different traits, you know, like how they do with mold and pest resistance and stuff like that. Cause you know, that's what you're doing with breeding and making your own strain. You're trying to get to a goal of, you know, something you want, which is like no mold, no pests, nugs that aren't too big that can handle moisture so they don't get like all fucking you get these giant buds sometimes and then you crack them open and they're all like ruined no. on the inside you so know? they can't use them no Dude, I'm about to unless you unless you're gonna <laughs> make uh like distillate or something like that oh so you could still how would you make the distillate out of that would you i'm not a chemist you know but they can you basically it's like a chemical extraction so you're just extracting like the thc out of it so you're not taking out any of that mold or like excess uh, stuff that's in there. Okay. You know, so like I've even seen a billboard before that they had in like Humboldt County offering to buy like fucked up weed for cheap, you know, because they can still make shit out of it. Makes sense. Yeah. Dude, speaking of that, that trim you gave me and those peanut butter bites I gave you that I made out of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's that, what that hit hard. That, yeah, they were pretty strong. Yeah, yeah. definitely those, did like the ten time uh, strength on those. Things, yeah, that dude. was a crock pot <laughs> slow cook, man. That was. Had, did you try any? Yeah, I had. I ate uh, the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, really? And you were and you were cool? <laughs> or no, I ate half of it and then I ate half of okay. it another time. But yeah, it was it was solid, dude. Because yeah, I had the whole thing good. and I was done. Yeah, the whole thing might have been too much. But that's the way to do it: is space it out with anything. Yeah, yeah, definitely don't take too much edibles unless you friggin' smoke like an ounce a day. But you don't take too many edibles in I'm general. Not, I'm not big on edibles. They kind of like weigh me down a little bit, I, I feel like, you know. That's why I like them at night. Yeah. Like definitely. a little bit, like get a night, nice sleep. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I'm a night owl too, so. Yeah. I like them for nighttime, but for me in the daytime, it's like it's too hard. much. It's hard. You got to plan on not doing shit yeah, most of the time. Maybe because I make them so strong too, you know? Yeah. <laughs> or for me too, it's like maybe not doing shit, but like maybe not working. I could still maybe go on like a hike or go to the beach, do something cool, but eating yeah. edibles during the day is tough sometimes. Yeah. I guess you want the sativa edibles for the day, you know, the indica ones for and the still, night. dude, those, those sativas, if you're eating a certain amount for me, like will still hit me hard. Oh, really? Like, I'll eat them, like, because I'll make a video, and then I'll eat them, but I'll, I'll shoot another video after this, and I'm, like, too cooked. I'm, like, dude. <laughs> I'm just hanging out. Just hanging. Well, yeah, we got to make some more of those and uh, perfect the, the recipe, for yeah. sure. To me, what I would do in hindsight on those, and you can check that recipe out once again on the True Buds TV YouTube page, but what I would do there is... I would probably do a little less. I would for sure do a little less powdered sugar. Cause if, did you see how sweet they were? I yeah. put like a whole bag of powdered sugar in that shit. Oh really? So maybe what I might do is maybe do some powdered sugar. Maybe throw some like almonds in there. I'm That's just thinking of this thinking. off the top. Really? I was thinking coating it in chocolate and then oh, putting some kind of like okay. nuts or did, something crunchy. Did you, you know? text me that? And I'm just like claiming it as my idea. Well, I think I told you it worked. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I just, yeah. No, but it's funny. I had like three or four people comment on that video. Like, you should coat it in chocolate. You should make a Reese's Pieces. And I'm like. I definitely have had something that like that, money? you know, from a shop before. It was just like that stuff coated in chocolate. And it was like my favorite edible ever. You know, 
So what is your favorite edible that you've purchased at a dispensary? I'm curious. That, one of the, it was like called a Bud Delight. And how long ago was this? Uh, that was a few years ago. It was actually free. Okay. I, I usually don't buy them. So, so I got that, and then I got some uh, coffee cake this one time from this guy named like Big B's Sexy Edibles bro, or this something. Is, I think this is why you don't that like was edibles. That good, dude. I, I, don't, I think you haven't been like... Because, dude, right now there's so many good edibles on I've the market. I've had the Chiba Chews Chiba before. Chews. Those were, like, really Those are super strong. But I Did just don't, you know, I'm always... Like how I'm looking, when I go to a dispensary, I'm just looking for, like, what's the best kind of weed you oh, have, you know? But that's where I feel let down sometimes. Because, uh, honestly, the stuff that you give me, I feel like, is the same or better than what I'm spending money on. So that's where, like, for me, like, the labor in terms of edibles or vape cartridges is not worth it a lot of times yeah unless you're in a state where it's not as chill as here you know but i think you need to feel that out you know like yeah. it, it, not you just the people in general is because the edibles are just this hash has got me like on a random <laughs> <laughs> no but what i'm saying is like a lot of times to make the butter to infuse your cookies or whatever that takes hours and hours of time where you could probably make that money and go buy a little. Pump. Yeah, you could just spend twenty bucks. And, and it's dosed out, and it's yeah. do- and that's my biggest thing is you know what you're getting because you have yeah, to test true. your stuff. Unless you're making it the same way every time, if and that's where it takes practice and time. Is like if you're going to make a coconut oil, you have to find your recipe and hone it until you can know your proper dose. Because every yeah. edible I've made, for the most part, I don't really know because it's a one-off batch. And then I'll yeah, be, you got it. Depends yeah. on the strength of the trim or bud or whatever you're using for yeah. it you know and how long you cook it for that can affect the strength you know so you got to be careful with edibles dude but i get how you know you might want to buy one and then you know all right i'm gonna get this high you know instead of just cooking up a bunch of trim and then you're like holy shit i'm done for, <laughs> i'm done for but the that, day but that is a nice way but are you in agreement with me probably that the dry ice uh Keeve method that we did in that video was probably the best way to make you see your trim or do you still think um i don't know because i haven't smoked too much of it i, I oh, want to okay. actually want to press it into some rosin and let's do a video please yeah i've been smoking on it. it's really good yeah we need to get the uh, like a good press you know because i that's how they make a lot of rosin now. they're expensive bro yeah i've been like i've ever since we did that video I've been looking at them and I'm like, dude, these things are... Yeah, it's like a couple grand for like a good one. Yeah, you, you don't know? want to half-ass it either, right? Yeah. Well, you could get one just to like for like your own personal use, but, you know, I feel like it's a lot of shit. You don't want to buy the cheapest one because it just fucking doesn't That's what, it, that's what I think about good. like everything. Yeah. In yeah. Since uh, I started just by like 10 years ago, I was like, sometimes, you know, it's just like even the cheap to like moderately expensive shit is always just like... Especially with like gear, like camera shit and audio shit I've bought. Like yeah. I bought so many shitty half-ass microphones when I'm like, yo, I could have taken all that money in these half-ass microphones and bought like a really nice dope one. Like the one I'm talking in now instead of spending on, you know, pieces yeah, of shit. Yeah, and this one's going to like last you like way longer. Yeah. 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 It's just how it is. And yeah. applies to <laughs> the cannabis like, game. Yeah, definitely. And for some reason too, something popped in my head from that other... Uh, interview we did was we were talking about you know the legal game and how hard it is to maintain like a perfect product on large scale grows yeah and you said something that stuck out to me was like which i believe in is that like if you're paying minimum wage you're going to get minimum results 
Yeah. And I don't know if that's exactly what you said, but like, oh yeah, totally. but it's true with a lot of shit, you yeah. know. So it's just interesting to think like the best. Like, where is like is is there right now somebody you know who's like just a small cultivator who has like the most bomb shit on like a really like relatively small scale that can sell it for like a high amount, you know, just that like just that high end. Uh, not that I know of. There's one guy named Matt Rise. He does like hash like that. Okay. But that guy fucking closed down, I think. Yeah, okay. Because like all the legal like regulations and shit. But he has like hundred dollar gram hash he makes, and like yeah, he fucking was surviving do, off of that. Do you for think a that's? While. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I took it like literally for a second when you said that. Like that's all he had is like no food. <laughs> yeah, he would eat it too. No, <laughs> no, but yeah, dude, there are people like that for sure that are just like craft farmers that have the bomb shit. Basically, anyone can do that if you have that bomb product and you grow yes. a little bit. You're not going to have any problem right. getting rid of it. Yeah, now. and you would do it on the black market anyway, probably. Yeah, but it would be interesting to see though. Yeah, because like when I went on that like uh, tour, that weed bus tour, the guy was just saying like everybody when they go in the shop is basically like looking up like what's your best most expensive shit give it to me like how many people some people are i feel like uh, only some people but he was saying like most the though, other like, uh, like the other there's a lot of people that are looking for like the cheapest shit too that's you know? true like but the cheapest good then they shit, probably yeah. wouldn't be in there though they'd probably be getting it on the black market yeah well yeah or i true. would think exactly. i would think so a like lot of them, yeah. a lot of these people too are probably from out of town like i just want i'm in cali i want the best shit give me the best shit yeah so that's why i feel like there's such a high like demand and that's where like the names and like actually if they change it and like we were talking about with like laboratory testing and stuff like how some of these big people could do an independent lab you were mentioning like yeah like to get the, through the, some the, of these loopholes like i feel like at least i don't know a percentage but not all the lab tests are legit there's no way you know like there's too much money going around like you could open up a lab you know under this llc and then open up your distribution under some other name and your grow off some other different business name, but you can all be connected still, you know? So like if your stuff isn't passing the lab test, you can just pass it through, you know, and then you can do some legit tests from other growers and be like, oh, well, this one didn't pass, you know, and do legit testing on most of it. And then the stuff that you're growing yourself, you can slide it through, you know, like it's, Right, they're th trying to regulate it, and there's some like track and trace system where you have to track like every plant from seed that you grow. You know, that's like how it is now. And, and it, I believe it. Have it, you? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Have you seen that um, Netflix documentary about Humboldt? Yeah. Fuck. What's it called? The something mountain. Uh, Murder mountain. Murder mountain. Yeah, yeah, I saw it. Yeah, that kind of opened my eyes, and I'm sure you've. You've been there, you know about it a lot more than me, you know? So that, like, really opened my eyes, though, for, like, these people who, to me, kind of, like, have the essence of, like, the cannabis game, like, in, like, it's in like them, yeah, you know? It's, it's, in, like, it's like part of their culture. Yeah, yeah you know? exactly. It's been they've been growing for, like, generations up there, a lot of people, and now they have, like, these big businesses in that are trying to, like, take advantage of them and stuff like that, basically. And It's, like, reminds me of freaking... uh Walmart, you know? Yeah, it's crazy. Not hating on Walmart, but, you know, I grew up in a small town in Jersey. So, like, when Walmart came to the neighboring town, right? you would see there was, like, 
I felt bad for some of the small mom and pop shops, which you see with a lot of other stuff. And that's what's happening with some of these bigger cannabis brands, to be quite honest. They're pushing the little guy out, which makes sense because they have the money to do so. But that kind of... I don't know. That's oh. what that was the plan to try and push the little guy out, but like right now, and they're doing that. It's humble, like for sure. it's not working. Basically, is what's happening now. All these people are putting all this money into the cannabis and all these billion dollar companies and med men with all their stores and fucking actors and everyone like promoting their brand, but they're not making money. Basically, they're not making a lot of money. Their stocks aren't going uh, up this... a lot, and the black market's like thriving more than ever right now because. Like the price of good bud, it's like gone up a lot, you know. And, uh, and you're totally right, and that's where like you're right, and that's where it's kind of messed up. And that's why I support the little guy, and I'm gonna shout him out as a like the Beach Collective actually in Gardena when I used to live down there. Yeah, I know you're closer to there. Is really chill, and they have like oh, I've been there. Oh, you, yeah. they, they have, have reasonable. They, they sell like a lot of like sun grown product there and stuff like that. It's pretty cool, but it's expensive, you know. If you oh, really? like, I thought it was last, a little cheaper. Well, I haven't been in years, but you know, last time I would go there, it was like, God damn, this place is expensive. <laughs> Dude, I remember when I had my medical card, even and shit was cheaper. Yeah, I'd be like, okay. Well, now it's like you, if you have your medical card, it is. It's some like the real legit shops. They have the medical mm-hmm. price and the recreational price, and you're gonna end up paying. Yeah, like, I should go get like it 10% again. Like ten percent more or something for yeah. uh, recreational. I'm just too lazy to go fucking sit there. Yeah, I don't blame you. And I, <laughs> there's not as many places to get your card as there used to be. Most of those places are, like, long gone now, you know? Because you can just buy That weed, must have been interesting you know? to see on the, you know, seeing that on the come up. Yeah, well, that, like, people made a killing off of it, you know, off that. When did that really hit? Was that 2016 when it really took off? No, way before Way that. before that. Like, like 2010. Seven or Holy something, shit. people okay. started getting their wrecks out in California, Damn. but it just kept getting bigger year after year. Like my first wreck, I paid like a hundred and fifty dollars. Some guy freaking grabbed my balls. It was like a real checkup, you oh, know. Okay. Like I'm, it was like a real. Maybe do- just it, was, liked it, you. it was in a real doctor's <laughs> office, you know. And then by the time, like you know, like twenty sixteen. It was just some guy who looked like he was Santa Claus during the winter time <laughs> in like some random building, you know, and he'd be like, "Oh yeah, okay, here's your card," you know, <laughs> like. Yeah, that, that, but he took your blood pressure and stuff too. Nah, he didn't. Oh do really? Shit. Oh, he did. Like for, once, when I went, once they, they would see that you've had your thing before, you know, they'd be like, "Oh yeah, here you go." You oh know? yeah, yeah. When you've already had it, yeah. yeah. And yeah. then I've had I've heard of another guy like he went to the doctor for it, and they'd be like, "Do you have insomnia?" That's no. what I said. Do you have headaches? Oh. <laughs> no, no, I'm fine. No. Uh, do you have, like, high blood pressure? No. No. And he just kept saying no, and he was like, dude, I just want the fucking card for he's weed, man. <laughs> like, what do you fucking mean? I'm fine, you know? <laughs> he's, he's nodding up and down like, do you have high blood yeah, pressure? Yeah, eventually they still, they gave it to him <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was the fucking uh, crazy business model. If you had your uh, medical degree, you could just make fucking thousands of dollars a day yeah. off of that Help shit. Help pay off the with student having loans, like man. one or two employees and yourself, you know? <laughs> Making hundreds and hundreds of dollars every hour, you know, off just selling those recommendations. Yeah, yeah. I know. I was, my first experience was not fun. I was in there for like an hour and a half. Like, we'll give you $5 off. Oh, shit. I'm like, I'm like <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. But it was cool. I mean, that was my first experience. It was cool. I'm like, yo, coming from somewhere where it's illegal. I was in Kansas at the time. And I'm like, come out get a card and it's legal and i go in my first shop which is the green goddess in venice 
when yeah. I walk in, you know, the, your first experience, especially coming from like, you know, where it's so stigmatized, especially in like, you could even call Kansas, you know, the freaking Bible Belt, you know, Midwest. It's like cannabis is still to this day stigmatized. Yeah, Although Missouri's awesome. been coming up on some stuff and there's uh, been some Kansas City moves for sure. And the whole CBD movement and that hemp law that was passed has really changed some stuff. Like for the better and I think yeah, it's, it it's a matter of time a yeah. like some of these people that are farming corn why can't they start farming CBD hemp now and making like fucking a hundred times more money you know yeah. it's, it makes sense yeah but the only thing though is too is like that's where the stigma is though because I personally know people out there who have farms and there's still that stigma attached they don't want to be like it's still early in the game you know yeah to be like and there's a lot of people who are progressive. I have some friends also who are starting to do this with their farm, but it's like some people still don't want to get in that game. It's still not seen. Yeah, it's still like federally like illegal and stuff, you know? You hear about like, you hear about Jim down there? He's growing hemp there, you know? He's a he's a real piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess, yeah, some people are going to be saying that about you. That's you know? the beauty of cannabis, though, is no matter where I lived, it's still like a uniting force in that way where you always meet and it doesn't have to be cannabis. I believe they're like humankind in general is just pretty kind, but like, especially with the cannabis culture, like most people you meet are pretty chill. And that's what I realized the first time in the dispensary. I'm like, like everybody's pretty chill. Like I couldn't imagine anybody yelling at a bud tender. Right. If I saw that, I'd be like, yeah, let's get this guy his stuff here. I've I've (laughs) never seen that. Never. (laughs) And thank you to the sponsor of this podcast. MarijuanaBreak.com, a valuable resource for anybody who's trying to dive more into cannabis. They got reviews, they got recipes, they got a sick blog. Go check out MarijuanaBreak.com. And now, back to the show. Could you imagine that? Yeah, dude. Actually, no. (laughs) No, After I said that, I can. Like, in the near future. Like, people do it in restaurants all the time. Eventually, dispensaries are going to become like restaurants, and people are going to be like yelling, like, "You don't have my sativa today." Yeah, totally, <laughs> totally. That stuff you I'll recommended just... fucking sucked <laughs> last week, Hillary. Oh shoot, that's funny, man. Off on a tangent on that. Do you have any specials tonight? Yeah, we have this really old weed in the back. Here. <laughs> yeah, you no, know, that bud tenders have always been good to me, man. Yeah, I don't like them. <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, okay. Yeah, I'm, okay. Not, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not a fan, too. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, yeah, you, like, if you even ask them a question, usually they just are fucking, like, clueless, and, like, they're just like, oh, what do you want? I'm like, you fucking work here. Like, tell me what the best shit you have <laughs> oh, shit. is, and if you don't know that, you probably shouldn't <laughs> oh, fucking shit. work here, you know? Like, what the I, fuck is I, going on? I see you. If you want to make me smell 20 jars to find, like, the best three <laughs> kinds of weed... We can play that game, or you can just fucking tell me what they are. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess that's too where you. I have lower expectations, I guess, than you, and a lower knowledge. So I walk in the big. This one's really good. I'll be like, "Thank you." Put it in there. Yeah, I'm just. I guess I'm kind of picky (laughs) after a while, you know. And I'm like, "Ah, this stuff sucks." (laughs) I've definitely walked out of a couple dispensaries and been like, uh, "Only like twice." I feel like obligated to buy something. Especially before when you had to, like, fill out all this paperwork and stuff, you know? And then I'm like, dude. Oh, dude, that, that's the part I hate the most. Yeah. Like, I've recently driven by some stuff, and I was like, oh, I'm fucked out. I don't feel like sitting next to some security guy filling out paperwork for 10 minutes to get a bag. Yeah. 
Well, now it's like a little easier. I feel like you just give them your ID, you know, at least when you go oh, once. Oh, but really? I just, I really just don't go that much anymore. Yeah, there's no the need. last time I went, there's this one by my house. It's like the Church of Weed, and you have to like claim <laughs> that you're like fucking weed is part of your religious process or something. What? Yeah, and that's, blow my that, wait, wait. that's how you can open a dispensary. Like they have two in Redondo Beach. You're blowing my mind. Can you repeat that one more time? Yeah, it's like a weed church. And so like the like the FBI or something can't legally raid Can I a start church. one? I don't know. <laughs> fucking Google it, man. Check it out, dude. True Bud's church. I'll text that guy <laughs> Joe who owns that fucking place and ask him because they got shut down for a few months. They went away and now they're... Uh, they're back again, and there's like a couple spots in Redondo. I know that you're not allowed to open a shop in Redondo. There's just like a, a moratorium against shops in Redondo and like the whole Damn. South Bay like a long time ago. And who put that in place? The city, like the residents and people like voted for that, you know, and they made legal cannabis. There was a couple spots in Redondo and stuff, but they all got shut down. But recently these guys opened those churches because it falls under like some different kind of window because it's a church technically, you know? So, but why do, I'm just kind of confused. So could a church sell alcohol? I don't know. <laughs> like like all of a sudden like church know, just man. starts there's slinging a, there's, all there's drugs there's a lot of paperwork but you just <laughs> sign it over something about the church like that you use weed as part of your religion and then you can buy weed there and they're fucking behind a head shop attached to a bong shop and you go in the bong shop and buy some papers or a bong and they're like oh yeah we sell weed in the back if you go back there bro if this religion was around when I was younger I might be religious <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, a lot more people might be <laughs> religious if they uh, spread the word better. But yeah, that guy makes money. And like, they're not like a legit shop where all the shit's like pre-packed now and everything. It's, it's all like fucking just all jarred up. They weigh it out right in front of you. Like, I actually just read that they said nationally, these weed churches, there's one in Indiana where marijuana still remains illegal. And uh, Michigan where just mar- medical marijuana is allowed, but the weed church is not they don't fuck with the actual yeah. weed church yeah it's and, weird wait, dude. What? That's yeah there's another shop over on that's western that's a weed church too dude and like you? uh gardena but they keep getting shut down and stuff too but it's it's fucking weird bro dude that's crazy thank yeah. you for that man yeah. it's yeah. like yeah it's like it's i called, feel out of the loop like, I it's called like this. seaside church or something like that damn yeah hmm they don't yeah. have the best weed, but it's like, you know, it's down the street from the pad, dude. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's rolling. It's like, do they, so what's the religion? The, I don't know, dude. I, they made it up. There's like oh, a little, okay. there's oh, like so a little, it's like a weed religion. there's like a little statue in the waiting room, you know, and like a little fountain type thing. <laughs> like, yeah, I swear, dude, you got to check it out, dude. dude. It's really close to, <laughs> not too far from home, man. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just, just... Yeah, and, like, <laughs> when I had my grow, I was trying to, like, you know, get my product in that weed church, dude, but that guy kept lowballing me too much, man. Fucking, he took, like, a month to come around in the end, and what? he was just trying to get everything for too cheap, dude. Like, he probably has a lot of people coming to him. Probably. Can they probably were, pull they that. were stoked when I came in. Oh, really? They were, like, all excited about my herb. They just didn't want to pay very much for what, it. What's your asking rate? I was trying to get like fifteen or sixteen hundred a pound, but that was like two years Dude. ago, and people were trying to pay like a thousand, you know, and they were getting good stuff for like a thousand or eleven hundred. But now the market's back up to like fifteen and sixteen hundred. Well, when you say that, yeah, 
When yeah. you say that, though, I remember in Jersey paying like 13 for a QP. I remember paying $4,800 for a fucking pound, bro, like back in the day. Shit. Yeah, shit used to be expensive. Did you ever have dry times out here? I'm not no, asking this point. Never. Yeah, yeah. No. And of course, in the East Coast, for me at least, sometimes the summers and then in the Midwest, sometimes summers would seem to get a little dry. Yeah, there's just like most of the shit would be like from Canada that we would get here when I was younger, like BC fucking bud, and then like a lot of this local, like it's called British Columbia. Okay, you know? okay. There's like the shit they used to call beasters back oh, in the okay, day. Oh, okay, that's what I, okay. You know, they'd have like fat fucking nugs, but they grow a lot of bud up there. They say like, Every other house in British Columbia grows weed or some shit like that. Really? Yeah. It's Ooh. been like a thing for a long time, I guess. Wow. Because weed's just, it's not, it's just tolerated there. It's not legal. So it's just a, it's yeah. like a way of life. Yeah, right? I guess it's so. Like... Yeah. I've never been there. Sounds pretty cool though. Yeah, that sounds Yeah, and then like, just like local shit, people would always be getting stuff from Humboldt and then you'd get like indoor stuff from like LA, like local stuff. But yeah, the price has like come. It used to be like four hundred for an ounce when I was a kid, like the bomb shit. Well, you that's know? good to know it was all over then. And then when like the cushions came out, people were fucking trying to get six hundred an ounce. The shops would sell weed for seventy five bucks for an eighth of that shit. Uh, dude, this actually makes. I know that's like kind of fucked up, but it makes me happy because those are the rates that I was paying out in the East Coast. Yeah. But that was like for like the best, best. Oh shit, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now it's like that. Those prices are like unheard of. You know, like you can buy an ounce at a shop for like three hundred bucks, or like some really good herb at like a legit shop now. But and that's where I'm saying though, like the prime. Like I've still to this day, maybe I need to go to more shops, check out more stuff. Like yeah. I said, I get easily sold, but I'm still yet to get like some flower here that has just like blown my mind. Because I've gotten other stuff, like, even some of your stuff that I've had, like, it's really good. Like, I'm yet to find some that I've been, like... Well, there's Like that perp that, I was talking yeah, about. people chase that shit. Like, the really popular shops will get a new strain and they'll fucking sell out in one day, you know? Cause people they'll, standing they'll, outside yeah, and shit. Yeah, they'll post it on Instagram and come, people will come pick up, like, a bunch, you know? So, like, if it's, like, a really, like, hot one or new one, you know, people come and pick up and, you know, like, these fucking rappers and rich guys bro they'll buy a sh fucking t-shirt bag full of shit you know have you had a uh, khalifa kush no or probably like it's a pretty good I, I don't really it's not yeah. that memorable i was you said rapper we, I, yeah. I thought of khalifa they, just, kush. they just put a name on everything it's like fucking whatever the fuck you want to call it an og you know like there's everything og now <laughs> you know like i had something like triple og goo the other day oh okay Actually, it might be in my vape, whatever that is. Um, but yeah, that's uh, and that's where I've been loving indicas more lately too. It's like the late night, puffing on it. Yeah, me too. Just calms me down, you know. I like them both, but sometimes I'll smoke some of that sativa. You know, I usually like to leave a little bit of time if I smoke before work ever. <laughs> I'll go into work and I'm like, dude, I'm fucking nervous as shit, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, some I'm just still, I'm like, all, I'm all like fucking edgy dude. from the weed I grew. It's like pretty sativa-y. I'm like, God damn, it's got that like nervous uh, energy, which is cool sometimes, but other times I'm like, fuck, dude. You know what you should try to do with your uh, genetics there is I think you should get like a CBD high strain and cross it with yeah. a high sativa. Get like a Harley Quinn, which I think is a sativa, but CBD dominant strain, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, or something like that. That would be cool. I've always wanted to grow some CBD stuff. I've never even tried CBD until like 
two weeks ago my back was pretty fucked up and i went out and spent 50 bucks for some cbd cream and it's pretty good dude it helps. yeah you, it definitely you, you helps it. oh wow okay. well it has a bunch of other stuff in there that gives you some numbing effect but it definitely helped with the inflammation and i had some acupuncture but i was like hurting so hurting bad i was like i gotta try something how do you like acupuncture how many times that was like the second time i've used it you know like the fourth time i've done it but it works man i was dying dude and now i'm fine you know <laughs> like that guy just stuck a bunch of needles in me and put a bunch of like heat pads and stuff and like dude i feel so much better it's amazing dude i wish i knew about that when i was younger when i had back problems I've always dude. Been kinda, you know i've always been kind of scared to do an acupuncture to be honest and i've never been to a chiropractor i've yeah. got tons of massages before but like for some reason i've always been like i don't want to i'm gonna do it i guess it's a money thing too well I'd it's kind of weird having massage. someone stick a bunch of needles in you but yeah. it's like you can barely feel them it's weird what if they had like a cannabis infused acupuncture like all the needles have like a little milligram of th like some <laughs> well they say that shit increases your senses so it might fucking hurt more you oh, know okay interesting or like if it was a cbd like if they dipped each one in CBD and well, that'd be cool. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> some but guy. Yeah, some guy who does definitely recommend like, acupuncture for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Have you been to the chiropractor? Yeah, well, I was going to the chiropractor. He wasn't doing the trick, dude. Oh yeah. So that's when I'm like, I got to try massage? something. A little bit, yeah. yeah. Mostly my girlfriend. Yeah, same here, but... Yeah, I, I, I just kind of, like, guilt trip her into giving me <laughs> massages. I'm just like, well, I'm just going to go get a massage. <laughs> and then, you know, she'll be like, well, I'll give you one. And I'll be like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good tactic. Yeah, it works fucking awesome, bro. <laughs> I hope she doesn't listen to this podcast or I'm <laughs> going to be fucking going to pay for my massages soon. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. yeah. little insight there, man. Yep. I'll have to try that out. Yep, I'm learning with age. <laughs> oh, man, you're cracking me up, Chris. You got to give me some of that flour that you just... Uh... Yeah, we've got that punch breath coming up. Um, it's fucking amazing, dude. It's just super... It smells kind of like candy, almost. It's some of the most frosty uh, bud I've ever... Really? Definitely the most frosty bud I've really ever grown. It. But it's like, dude, it's fucking crazy. It's awesome. Yeah? Yeah, but the shitty part is it's like it likes to get mold in it last year we grew it and i wanted to keep it longer just to get more bud i'm like no they're still getting bigger but this year i'm like no we're fucking cutting it now you know i don't want to lose any of it because so it's fire those are so like, harvesting it earlier than you just to to not get the mold yeah it's like done it could like weed will just keep on budding you know it's never gonna like it's not gonna stop budding until like you change the light a lot so you you have to like look at the resin you know, you can get a magnifier and look at your resin heads and see when they're ripe, like the little crystals on the bud. And it looks good to me, so you, you know. But I started to see some problems developing, you know, and starting to get a couple nugs with bud rot. And once you get that starts getting in a plant, it's easy for it to, like, spread around, kind of. So, yeah, we I chopped it down on, uh, like, Friday night. Okay. Yeah. So, then the Big Mac, that one's coming down. Big Mac. Yeah, those are the, the <laughs> those are like the expensive ones, bro. Those seeds are fucking two hundred bucks for a pack of oh, seeds. How many seeds? Twenty. Usually they have ten. The Big Mac had like sixteen randomly, but usually there's ten in a pack. Okay. 
and then they're regular seeds so some are males some are females you can't even use all of them you know so it's like and where do you get those seeds for uh, uh, maybe you somebody can buy, listening? You can buy them at dispensaries. I got the Big Mac seeds. There's a breeder called Capulator. He makes seeds. They sell them at LA Made. It's uh, a collective in, or not LA Made. It's called uh, Piece of Green Collective. Piece of Green yeah, collective. that's okay. a good spot. They have there's a a grow comp like weed company called LA Made, and they grow a lot of his strains, and they have they grow in soil. Their bud's fucking good, and they sell their bud there from L.A. Made. It, I need to check that out. I have actually have not heard of that. You should go there for sure. Check that out, huh? Yeah, it was cool. They had a thing. They had free food for everybody, free mac and cheese, but it was a long-ass line, like, wrapped <laughs> around the cheese? building. Fire. They had, like, <laughs> kimchi mac and cheese. Oh, they had, like, what? pork belly mac and cheese. It was some, like, okay. fancy-ass mac and cheese truck. Shoot. But, yeah, this guy had a line wrapped around the building for hours selling his seeds there. So far, for me, like, I don't know. The bud's really good. It's, like, a heavy yielder, but I had, like, lots of, like, I've had a lot of mold issues with that one, dude, and just, like... Does a part of you just want to cry when that happens? Fuck yeah, it does, dude. (laughs) I put in a lot of work, and when I'm throwing away, like, fucking bags of bud, dude, it just fucking, it sucks, man. (laughs) It's like, I'm trying to have a good day, but I just... This yeah, and especially because I have, like, a couple other buddies that help, I grow with them, too, you know, and they help me take care of it, you know, and I'm, like, fucking just sometimes hoping, like, they do exactly what they should, and it doesn't always happen, it's you know? very hopeful, Chris. Yeah, you know, so I'm, like, <laughs> fuck, dude. Yeah, that's what he said the other day. He's, like, you don't sound too optimistic, <laughs> and I'm, like, no shit, dude. What the fuck, bro? Like, there's a bunch of shit you gotta take care of out here and and that's why i've been a pussy when it comes to starting my own but much less i don't have the space really if i had more space i'd have like a, probably a six plant hydroponic yeah like this year we have like 17 plants in his yard i did i just did six because that's how many you can do he has more people there so i guess some people say you can do six a person i'm pretty sure you can only do six per residence that, I, that sounds more that sounds but better. i don't know you know and then another guy he has like 13 plants and they're all like you know like six feet tall like fucking big ass plants but yeah, next year so. we're gonna go bigger this year we tried to go bigger but i made the mistake of not going big enough with my containers basically so you didn't use the bags no i used the bags but i used like 20 gallon bags you know next year we're gonna go up to like some 100 gallon or like 200 damn. gallon bags sure. and grow some like real trees dude oh damn yeah we're gonna just grow less plants but like a few like fucking monsters it makes sense and that's kind of what we were saying earlier with quality like if you had like six bomb huge plants instead of 12 yeah small to mediocre yeah the only thing is is with the big ones if like you get a disease in it you know like it could fuck up the whole plant you know then you don't have as many to replace it but we're gonna just take the risk and just grow some fucking monsters just because you can you know you know (laughs) you know what they say man not taking risk is risky yeah you know the neighbors don't fucking care this guy fucking (laughs) doesn't even he has this house next to my buddies and he doesn't even live there yeah, I've seen it's it. just can sitting I move there. In? I wish we could grow can some I, bud there. He's always there? <laughs> he comes by like every six months to mow all the weeds, and he's like, "Oh man, nice fucking crop." I want to be like, dude, let's get a whole crop it's in that, like, in hey, that uh, house right there, dude. He doesn't like. There's nobody there, right? It's vacant. Yeah, it's been vacant for like well, eight crazy. years. That shit's worth like seven hundred thousand bucks. The lot, sure. or like six hundred thousand. 
Although I've, I knew some farmer guy in Jersey, he was sitting on land worth like 30 million. His house was literally boards caving in when it would rain it, water would be in there. And you don't think of farms and stuff like this in Jersey, but there are a lot. But this guy refused to sell it. Like he had like the dirtiest place ever, but that's just who he was. Yeah. Some people don't want to, the guy was happier with his land. There was probably, you know, a family land than selling it for 30 million. Yeah. yeah. Which I respect the shit out of in like lots of ways. Yeah, it's cool, dude. You know? You just kind of friggin' keep it real sometimes. <laughs> <you know? laughs> it's like, like, who are, and that's that guy's, I guess, happiness, right? It's like, that's where getting off on some other stuff here, but. Yeah. That's funny, though, man. That guy was quite the character. Nice. Yeah. Did I tell you about my grow? My one grow? No. I didn't? I don't think so. I ordered these seeds online. Uh, I don't remember the website, but it was the, it was called Passion Fruit Number One was the strain. Mm-hmm. And the reason I bought it is because of the cover of it. it was like this purple bud with like orange hairs. So this is in Kansas at the time, and I started growing it in qu- uh, quick like big, you know, thirty two ounce cups to start it out. Yeah. So most of it had died in a rainstorm, but I had one left. One, but it was like probably a foot big. Mm-hmm. Taking care of it, you know, loving it, looks happy. It survived go back there one day when it's about a foot big and it's uh, painted in fluorescent orange paint. <laughs> and then like I got there and I looked around like it was like in a fucking movie dude. I'm like like looking there like who like somebody had to see me watering it and went over and painted it. Still to this day I wonder who it was. Maybe it was your dad or something. No. It was out of their sight. It was out of my parents sight and they wouldn't have done that anyway. Maybe they were trying to help you. Yeah, like, they were like, "I'll just camouflage it for Jack, dude. Right. That way, no one will see it." And the, I tried to like save it too. I like put it in the water because there was a little stream there, but it was done. Yeah, that's definitely how my first grows went. Pretty shitty. Usually, it would be like, "Oh, there's blood on it," and then you'd go back, and it would just be fucking gone. Because somebody would steal it or that some was a shit. Problem. You know? That was a problem. Too. Yeah, but that's the most important thing, especially for me back in like the slanging days. Is like, you don't. You keep it low key. Like all my friends who were grown were like, oh, I have this big plant and it gets jacked. Yeah. Just don't tell people. Yeah. Yeah. You can't tell that many <laughs> people. And like, I don't know, when you're younger, people steal shit more and do stupid yeah. shit. And pe- I think people are smarter now. Like most people know you can't just chop weed off a fucking plant and smoke it. You know? So even if you steal some weed, you might have to wait like two weeks to smoke it. Or fucking microwave it or some stupid shit. The kids <laughs> Have do. you done that? No, dude. Uh, my uh, <laughs> my girl. <laughs> I know this guy. You know, and he's like, yeah, dude, I grew I grew this weed, bro. I want you to try it so bad, bro. And he would like fucking microwave it for like one second, like a bunch of times. He'd be like, he'd be in the kitchen being like, beep 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 beep. beep. So I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm drying the weed, bro. It's perfect now, dude. You just microwave it for one second, like fucking ten times. You know, I'm like, I'm like I'm good, bro. I have a fucking ten jars of weed to smoke. I don't. I'd like to try your weed, but yeah. when it's dried, not in the microwave. Yeah. I feel like that's like. I wonder if you could decarb bud in microwave. No. Probably. I think, like, if you microwave it, it's going to, like, fucking fuck up all the THC. Because yeah, once so you, like, like, heat it to a certain point, it's going to be, like, activated, and then it's going to, like, dissolve. Like, it's been smoked, yeah. you know? It has to be at the perfect temp for a decarb. Yeah, if you put it too high, you're going to, like, ruin it, you know? 
I don't know. You, maybe like, you could. Yeah. I don't want to. I'll ask that guy and he'll fucking test it out <laughs> for us. Actually, I'll, yeah. <laughs> I'll be like, yeah, you microwave it for seven seconds, fucking ten times. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Yeah, but that's yeah, that's it's weird. Funny. That's yeah. funny. Yeah, I remember I had some bud one time and I put it like um, in a where some it's like a drainage thing in my basement. I had like a huge jar, so I put it in there. And like you were saying with the mold earlier, it got the mason jar wasn't sealed all the way. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go smoke this, you know, eighth or whatever. I pull it out and it's all moldy. That was my only mold experience with just an eighth, and I was pissed. Yeah. So I was like, I could imagine with like a whole thing you've shown so much love to, and like. Yeah, and that's the lame part is you see like one little speck on a leaf that looks yellow, and then you crack into a bud, and then you see you see like caterpillars have like eaten out the inside of your giant fucking colas you know and they like to attack those you think they get high i don't know probably maybe they just love it maybe yeah. like maybe, <laughs> maybe caterpillars are stoners dude it's just like <laughs> they they fucking love it dude trust me they Shit. like it <laughs> maybe, maybe we're onto something maybe maybe we should just start smoking are these caterpillars. the caterpillars that turn into butterflies Maybe that's uh, why I, do this, I don't to get know. High, I bro. think there's all different kinds, but it's yeah, mostly know. those little like white moths. Those are the ones I see that like like to hover around, and they fucking lay their eggs on there, and then they turn in these little green ones. Every once in a while, you'll see like this shit called a horn worm, and you'll see one of those, and you'll get fucking chills down your spine. Cause Is they're, it big? Yeah, they're fucking big, and they're gross. Bro. Is there a reason <laughs> for the name? Is there a horn on them? Yeah, they have, like, a horn. It's like a fucking rhino yeah, one. Yeah, if you see one that big, you mean that means, like, you're going to have a lot of fucking damage, uh, you know? you got to catch them when they're really Damn. small. So, th- so that's just a different species, or they progress? Uh... I fucking... I know you studied I, this, I don't, I, I don't really know, you know? <laughs> Honestly, you know, I think they progress, but there's, like, different kinds. He's, like, the alpha worm. Yeah, they're he's monsters, like, the dude. <laughs> Those will eat, like, a fucking quarter of weed in a day, you know? Like, Are you, I'm serious. They'll just chomp through, like, a whole fucking bud, dude. Yeah. Damn. Like that book. Oh, what book? The Hungry Caterpillar. I've never read it. Oh, shit. Is it a good book? Am I missing out? <laughs> You're talking about like I should know. Is it's it a, a children's book, dude. Oh. You never heard of that? No. Oh. My favorite children's book was probably uh, Good Night Moon. I don't know. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> That's the yeah. only one I remember. Yeah. <laughs> I got, three, so I got three kids, dude, so I know them all. So what, are yeah. some, so what do you think of like modern uh, books and shit and cartoons because like, uh, when i see cartoons these days sometimes like compared to like the scooby-doo and stuff i watch i'm like this shit looks kind of crazy well it's like it's pretty educational you know like they teach them a lot of shit on all these cartoons now about like teamwork or colors they're always teaching but lately my daughter's been watching tom and jerry dude tom and yeah, jerry she's classic. three dude and I'm, I'm watching tom and jerry and i'm like dude there's no words i'm like they don't even talk it's just music and them fucking hitting each yeah. other the whole show and yeah. giving each other looks. And I'm like, well, how does she like this? This is weird, dude. Like, everything else she's watched is, like, so, like, talking and, like, all this shit going on. But she's, like, she loves Tom and Jerry now. That's awesome. Yeah. How did she, did you introduce her to it or did she stumble uh, upon it? I think she just stumbled upon it and her mom put it on one day and now she <laughs> she asks for Tom and Jerry and that's, like, her go-to. Nice. Dude. Yeah. It's funny when, like, you're a kid and you have, like, that thing like for me i was like loved the movie lion king when i was a kid yeah and i would just like watch lion king all the time 
Yeah, like, yeah, kids get like hooked get into hooked that. In those <laughs> yeah, I wasn't like that as much as my sister, dude. She was like in control of that shit, dude. She would just be like fucking whatever she would like on like repeat for a while, you know? So like whatever she saw, I I probably saw like a hundred times over, you know? If, um, yeah, feel free to grab some of that water if you want, bro. Um, Sorry. Lost my train of thought. We were just talking about movies and stuff. Oh, no, but you're saying, um, but yeah, just old, like, you reminded me of something on my childhood that completely spaced out on. But, uh, anyway, back to what's, what was your favorite cartoon? Probably G.I. Joe, I would say. Dude, I've never seen that. Yeah. Yeah, we're from, like, a little different generation. It was just like, it was just, it was like, uh, there was a fucking show about toys, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, dude. Back in the day, they they came up with the formula with like He Man or GI Joe. I forget oh, what the first one was, but like the toy companies started making cartoons of the toys, and like that was one of them, bro. And they had me hooked I on those GI Joes, bro. GI Joe, dude. Yeah, uh, that's. That's and then at the cool. end, they would always give you, like, a little educational piece, and they'd be like, knowing's half the battle. Don't swim in lightning. Don't swim in lightning. Yeah. <laughs> and smoke some weed. Yeah. But, uh... <laughs> yeah, that was probably my favorite, but it was during that generation of, like, action figures and, like, TV shows to go along with it. And Rambo. Now, now that's, like, that's, like, the formula to, like, selling, like, all toys, dude. The toys come out before the fucking cartoon. Like, they'll have the new Paw Patrol toy, and then the cartoon comes out a week later with that, like, toy in it, you know? And they, they yeah, they know what's going on there for sure. Yeah. For sure. But, yo, as we're uh, wrapping up here, Chris, I have a question for you. Yeah. What would you say to everybody listening and watching this that, uh, to help them on their cannabis journey? I know that's a crazy question. <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't even make sense. I don't sense. know. I guess it depends. It depends what your journey is. But for me, like, I don't know. Cannabis is pretty awesome and it should be free or really cheap. So try and grow your own cannabis, dude. Don't let corporate America take over another awesome resource that people can grow at home. You know, like the way the world is now, like more people need to start fucking going back to their roots and learning how to grow food and grow their own cannabis you can make beer at your house you know like there's a lot of cool shit you can do besides going on the internet or fucking ordering your dinner on amazon in little plastic cups and cooking it you know i didn't didn't even know that was a thing bro yeah like you know you order your dinner and they send you all the ingredients in a box but basically you know just get out there grow your own fucking and try and do it you know like buy a pack of seeds when you get a, a seed out of a bag of weed put it in some soil and get started there buy a book go on youtube there's like more than enough information out there find like a source that you like and like you know learn from them because if you listen to like too many people then you're gonna be like crossing over everything and you're gonna have like lots of like different opinions you know so just see what's out there but just grow you know try and grow grow, you know like and that's and that's deep in that too is like growing is like 
like you're saying, your first batch, you, you just got to put in the work. You got to do it. You gotta, yeah, you got to do it. You got to be prepared for the whole thing, plan it out. You know, like you can plan how much money you're going to spend. You can do the math on how much nutrients you think you're going to use, or you can just wing it. You know, you can plant it in your garden, you know, next to your tomatoes and see how it comes out. But I, I just think more people should start growing, you know, so... When you're out of weed, oh, your buddy grows weed, he can give you some, and people can trade, and, you know, people don't have to fucking waste their money on something that makes them feel better, you know, and spend 60 bucks of your hard-earned money to, like, go to a dispensary and help pay fucking the people who work there, and, like, your 60 bucks is going to be spread to, like, fucking... 40 different people why not just do it yourself and like keep things local you know that's what that's what i'm about you know like just trying to make shit organic make it natural you know and it's just making things better you know like the way it is now the way they grow now it's like really bad for the environment it uses like a shitload of power mostly everything's grown in rock wool which is like fucking creates like tons of garbage plus all the nutrients like pollute the oceans and stuff like that so i don't know do it organic do it the right way learn about regenerative farming you know that's like becoming a big thing now you know it's that's where i'm going with it that's what i'm trying to learn more about is just doing it all organic and just learning more about soil and doing it cheap you know like this year i've fed my plants aloe vera and molasses and fucking that was it dude and dry amendments and for the most part they're coming out pretty good you know so hell yeah man yeah dude dude that that was amazing for real and i i didn't even think you like that question was so random and you just freaking that was amazing chris thanks hey, thank you for, <laughs> for real though seriously and that's some real talk for everybody i hope you go out there start growing and yeah just not like, only weed fucking plant you get your uh your fucking onion at home yeah. dude put i'm doing it, mint, put it, basil. Put it in some water and you're gonna have a new onion yeah. in a month like i try try and grow all kinds of shit and teach my kids that stuff so you know if the shit does hit the fan one day you know we'll be able to fucking take care of ourselves <laughs> <For> yeah <real. laughs> Yeah, just or keep, just, just you know, going. just to like have a hobby, you know, like just I like to get my hands in the dirt. It makes me feel alive. You know? <laughs> put some dirt on it out yeah, there. Exactly. <laughs> For, yeah. uh, put some dirt on it out there, you know, and just keep growing with your bud. And uh, like I was about to say, what was I about to say, Chris? No, I'm just playing. Uh, check out the True Buds TV YouTube if you want to check out some of these videos because Chris and I have probably corral- like done, what, eight, ten videos together? Yeah, we've done some cool stuff. Uh, we'll get a good harvest video going. Hopefully we can do something soon and uh, show all these strains that I've been working on over the years. They're all flowered out and looking beautiful. So hopefully we can get some shots of those this week maybe and show you guys what we've been working on. So I'm talking about, and where can they follow you again, Chris, at uh, Skyline Farms on Instagram, It's right? called Skyline Farms LA. Okay, yeah, Skyline one, Farms one LA. One of uh, your uh, followers on YouTube reached out to me. It's pretty cool, dude. He's going to mail me some seeds. He actually has started his own, uh, like, breeding company and stuff. Nice, so, man. Yeah, nice. I'm excited to uh, get those in the mail. He's out in, like... Uh, Tennessee or some shit like that, dude. So that's pretty cool. Nice, bro. That's I'm I'm happy to hear the true buds out there. Yeah, so shout out to the Mars Genetics guy, man. Thanks thanks for the seeds, bro. 
Hey, yeah. Genetics, shout out to you, man. And uh, also shout out to everybody who's tuned in today on this podcast as well as video form on YouTube. Feel free to check it out. This is the True Buds TV show. Honored to be here today with Mr. Chris Hewitt. Hewlett. Hewlett. Yeah. See, I looked at him. I was like, Hewlett. Because <laughs> I said his name earlier. He's like, Hewlett Packard, motherfucker. He didn't say that, but yeah. anyway. <laughs> thanks for hanging out, guys. I'll catch you on the next one. All right. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. Right. Thank you, Chris. This is True Buzz. That Mary Jane, now we ain't new to this. For my stoners and for my cannabis enthusiasts. Never heard a show as good as this. Yeah, number one, it's the best. Bringing in many special guests in the industry of cannabis. Business owners to growers, even artists you know of. So sit back and just roll up the perfect show for my smokers. True Buzz. This is True Buzz, that Mary Jane, now we ain't new to this. For my stoners and for my cannabis enthusiasts. Never heard a show as good as this, yeah. Number one, it's the best. Bringing in many special guests in the industry of cannabis. Business owners to growers, even artists you know of. So sit back and just roll up the perfect show for my smokers. True Buzz.